Hello, everybody, and welcome to edition number I Lost Count of the Hamcast. This is Ham Boy. Sitting next to me is Ham Girl. She just made a peace sign, but this is an audio-only uh, presentation, so that's probably going to go amiss with most of our viewers. How's it going, Kayla? It's going well. At least I haven't been sick for the last two months. Hey. So, we got some interesting stuff to talk about. It's been almost two weeks, I think, so we've done a handcast. We've played two rounds of TESPA. Um, both of them have been fun and interactive series. Um, what else has happened? <laughs> some cards have been moved to the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Rank Ladder has been reworked in probably the biggest uh, competitive Hearthstone disaster since whatever the last time they announced anything competitive was. <laughs> and, um, what else has happened? EGLX is in like four days, and I have no idea what I'm going to play. Nope, me either. So that's, that's what's on the docket for today. Let's talk about TESPA. Week one of TESPA uh, was not a fun experience. No. I feel like we prepped and stuff. We brought, like, good decks. We did prep. Hunter went 0-3. We brought Spell Hunter. Well, Spell Hunter. It's not a horrible deck. It's not like a, a tier one deck, but, like, people win with it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got our bar and started riding out twice, I think. Once. Yeah. And then we drew Yashua to the other two decks. Oh, well, there, yeah. We're about to play Barnes on four. Yep. It's not what you want to do with Spell Hunter. So that's how week one of Test Ball. Week two went a little better. Yeah. Uh, our opponents, I think, were free to play. I can guarantee you cash money that they were free to play. <laughs> so uh, that went well. Yeah, they they were playing a Control Mage, and at first we were playing Control Mage, so we were a bit worried. And yeah. then we saw their deck list with Chillwind Yetis. One Chillwind Yeti, just a one of. You know. Oh, one of. Sorry. Well, Chillwind Yeti. Freeze Mage, Chill Wind is cold, and Ice is cold. So maybe I can see how they made that leap. Then they also had two of Cold Wraith. Yeah. Um, which is a card. Yeah, if Did your enemy's frozen. But then they played one, only one Blizzard and no Frost Novas. Yeah. So that was interesting. It was something. It was. So that's about how that series, that's, that series went about, as you'd expect. We had uh, <laughs> we brought Shaman and still won. Yeah. I was like, man, we should really counter Aggro Paladin. Shaman's pretty good against Aggro Paladin. They did not bring Aggro Paladin. No. Luckily, they should have brought Aggro Paladin because they probably would have had a better chance of winning. They had a bunch of meme decks. Like, they yeah. brought Jade Druid with no Aya, no UIs. That was interesting as well. They had Ancient of War and what was the other weird card? <laughs> Iron Bark Protector. Iron Bark Protector. <coughs> yeah. No Ironwood Golems. I don't even know what was in their deck, honestly. It was rough. It, it was, was a, a, it was it was rough. rough. We actually to lost to that deck. We did lose a game, yeah. What were we playing? Control Priest? Yeah. And they just drew all their good Jade cards and none of their bad ones. Yeah, they just drew all their early game and we didn't have any answers to it. Because we kept... Um, we kept... And which is probably not to move. But, no. you know, we, we got through it and we won the series. Now we're 1-1 Tespa. Yeah. Which uh, has the upside of being 1-1 one -one in TESPA is that the, the first Swiss portion of TESPA does not use tiebreakers. So losing a round one isn't really that bad because you play weaker opponents like throughout the rest of the tournament. Like people who put chill and yetis in their mage. Exactly. And then you don't really get punished for it at all because as long as you go 5-2, you make it through. Yep. So um, it's not as sad as it would be in basically any other Swiss tournament losing a round one. So, we're in there, in Tespa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I coughed once in about 30 minutes, and then we started that podcast, and I've coughed five, five times. 
I think that's honestly the cough is just my body being like, you're not allowed to have normal social interactions this week. You mean for the last two months? Whatever. Point being, what's next on the docket? The Year Hospitals, of the Raven. The Year of the Raven was announced. That's exciting. Not that exciting. I don't like ravens that much. They're not that exciting of an animal. We had mammoths, which was exciting. Uh, before that, we had the Year of the Kraken, which isn't a real animal or even a real thing. So we went from that to mammoth, which was a downgrade, but you know, it happened. And then now we're just on birds that are just, you can just go outside and see them. I can't go outside and see a kraken. Or a mammoth. That's true. We're on Year of the Raven. What did Year of the Raven entail? Uh, a tournament mode. Tournament mode is coming. I have no faith dun, in it. Dun, dun. We'll see. If tournament mode is good, like it's actually really important for Kabuto First Stone because it can kind of change the way a lot of things work. Will it be good, though? I don't know. Like, my ideal tournament mode has, like... Um, I mean, you don't have to add your opponent to play the tournament, right? You just go on client, and you, like, type in, like, the tournament code, and then you're in, like, Tuesday night ham number seven, and then you're playing in, in that tournament, and it just puts you right in the bracket in client, and your matches just pop up in client. Yeah. And you're just good. And you don't have to add people. You don't have to look at some ugly-ass third-party bracket. None of that. That would be my ideal. What it's probably going to be is kind of like the tavern brawl system, where it's like a pain to navigate. I mean, we went to one tavern brawl, and it was like a pain to navigate. Basically. Yeah. It was like the easiest way to explain it. Well, part of the problem is the internet went down or something about the internet. Yeah, that kind of did ruin our tavern brawl experience, but... Like something, I don't know. It was either the internet was down or like Blizzard, they gave Blizzard the wrong internet to say it was Diamond Brawl and we didn't even get our hero, which was the whole point of us going to this. Yeah, thing. we drove three hours. Yeah, we drove three hours to go to this stupid thing. We didn't even get the hero. We tried though. It was the effort. The effort was accounts. I won you $4 worth of card packs in a tournament. You did. And I got and I got high rolled. I was playing actual good decks, and somebody just like put in all the warlock cards that says that say like deal damage before like the expansion was announced with like the spell stones or whatever. You're just playing face warlock. Yeah, but just isn't a deck. But you know, it's funny. To it's like that. he was playing like abyssal enforcers, and then. The one that's one mana less that deals one damage to everything. Dread Infernal. Yeah, he was playing both of those. I wasn't expecting that. Like, why Why would I be expecting that? He was not good. Our Tavern Hero experience was interesting. We have not returned. No. Uh, they they keep inviting us to go back. Not going back. No. It wasn't a good experience. But, Year of the Raven, they're also moving some cards to the Hall of Fame. Three cards. Not as many as I thought they should have. I thought for sure Doom Guard was going to move, but we can talk about what actually got moved. It wasn't Doom Guard. Ice Block. Yeah. Everyone knew that was coming, I think. Yeah. They basically said that like six months ago that they were moving it. Cold Light Oracle, which I was kind of surprised about. Yeah. It's a, it's a card that enables like a lot of interesting decks, especially in a Rogue, where you can play like Mill Rogue and stuff, but... It also enables a lot of decks that just, like, aren't really fun to play against. Yeah, like Milrogue. Like Milrogue. 
where you just kind of feel like you don't really, you're just kind of like playing solitaire. Yeah. And it's not really fun. So they, they kind of removed that and Ice Block, which eliminates like two of like, yeah, and two of the more like interesting decks, like Quest Mage and like Mill Rogue or Kingsbane Road or whatever. But at the same time, it also it's removing decks that are really uninteresting to actually play against. Yeah. So that's good. And then the last change is like something that's pretty relevant. They just moved Molten Giant to Hall of Fame and then they reverted the nerf. Because Molten Giant was basically unplayable in its current state. Um, but it was a kind of a fun card to use back in the day. So like, yeah, we'll fix the nerf and move it back to Wild. And that was that. Nothing else moved, nothing else changed. If you could have gotten rid of one card out of standard and Hall of Famed it, what would you have Hall of Famed? Oh, God. Um... Carnivorous Cube. Carnivorous Cube, but you can't haul. It has to be a classic card. You can't Hall of Fame cards from the last set. You know what? Or would you have done it anyway? I would have done it anyway. Um, a classic card, probably Innervate, because they nerfed it, and it's just like it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. I think they should have just Hall of Famed Innervate, to be honest. Yeah, there were some people calling for like Hall of Fame Wild Growth. Like I think Frodan wanted Wild Growth Hall of Famed. Which is but, funny because it's actually like, like it's good, but Druids are losing uh, the Jade Blossom card in like two months. So yeah. without Wild Growth, would have been a pretty useless class. Because if you look at the power level of a lot of your cards, it's kind of designed around Wild Growth. Yeah, all the Jade cards are rotating out, which will be like interesting, but Jade Druids <coughs> aren't really played right now. Yeah, it's kind of died out. I mean,. It'll be nice to be able to like play control decks and not have to put Skulking Geist in your list and not hope you draw it before. I mean, they get to their shit. You still might have to play Skulking Geist if you're playing against Combo Priest. Yeah, but it's not like it's not like an auto include and like like it opens up one card slot at least and like Control Priest, Control Mage, decks like that, which I, is good. Like I don't understand why they nerfed patches. Like, this far into, like, having patches out. Yeah, that was a while ago. We talked about that as well, but... Yeah. It, it, it's weird that it took them a year and a half to realize that that card was a little problematic. <coughs> I don't know what card I would Hall of Fame. What card would you Hall of Fame? I mean, Kenervous Key was a good shout-out. I would probably just get rid of Demon Guard. That's how I would delete that deck. Because uh, Enzoth is rotating out, so Control Warlock isn't going to be as good, and then you get rid of... Doomer and key block sucks, and then Warlock isn't just the best deck in the game. Yeah, when I first started playing, Warlock wasn't even playable. Yep. Yeah. And now it's uh, it's good again. I mean, Warlock has been like the best deck, or like one of the best decks in the game for like pretty much most of Hearthstone's history, in one form or another. Basically, the only time it wasn't was like after Reno rotated out for like a one expansion, I think, which is when you started playing. Yeah. Reno rotated out probably one... Like, when I started learning yeah, is when Reno rotated out and everything like that happened. When you actually started playing, when I actually Reno started, wasn't a thing. Yeah. I knew what Reno was because you were... Um, I was learning and you were teaching me, but... Yeah, I would lose my shit when somebody Renoed from One Health. It was funny. No, it wasn't. <laughs> So what else do we want to talk about? Like pretty, that pretty much covers Year of the Raven. They announced like a lot of stuff that was like, we're going to do this, but we have no information on it, like the tournament mode. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited to see something like that. Like, everybody's been calling for a tournament mode. 
I think it would be great for Blizzard, but... My most popular tweet of all time is literally just me, like, complaining to Ben Bro, like, because he was like, uh, he was like, are you happy now? You have 18 deck slots. I was like, no, fuck you. Give me tournament mode. I got, like, 200 likes, and that's my most popular moment ever. Wow. It's very exciting. It sounds a lot lamer when I say it out loud, mm -hmm. but in my head, it sounds really cool. What's that? What else is happening? We're going to EGLX. Yeah, I made day two of Copa. You made day two of a Copa America qualifier, uh, and then got high rolled in the series and just got dumpstered three games in a row. But, I mean, being able to, like, have at least decent success in uh, best of five tournaments is good coming up to EGLX. Yes, so EGLX, what should I play? I mean, there's nine classes. I can eliminate at least two. Yeah. I'm probably going to just take someone's lineup that they did well with a Copa and copy-paste that into my lineup and call it good enough. That's not what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do research. I work every day until EGLX, which sucks. Yeah, I actually have the week off, so I'll probably do research and then, you know. But we'll figure something out. I'm excited to go to the event, though, and just, like, go do event things. It's Canada, which means the drinking age is lower, so you can get into, like, party, event parties and stuff if you're not 21, which is kind of neat for you because you're not 21. Nope. I'm a youngin. Um, so that's going to be fun. We actually booked a room at, like, the venue hotel, so we're not staying in someone's basement, which is exciting. Yes, it is very exciting. I'm excited for my first ever LAN experience, but I was supposed to go to one this past month, but, you know, somebody's travel ban fucked that up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to continue to say your insult about that, but it's going to be exciting. I don't think either of us know what decks we're going to play. I don't think either of us even know what computer we're going to play on. I know what computer. I don't own a laptop. So I own two. We're going to have to install Hearthstone on your own laptop, probably. But it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. I don't know if we're going to win. Pretty unlikely that either of us win. Hey, but if I win, I'll be the first woman ever to win a major. That's true. I don't think Eloise has ever won a major, and she's the only one who's ever gotten close. Now, what about that... Buys? Is that her name? Yeah. How did know. she qualify? She's Chinese. That's not real. Doesn't really count. I, <laughs> I have no idea what they're doing over there. Uh, but like, maybe she won a major, but it's not really. Their system is so different that it's not. It doesn't really warrant comparison. Oh. Like, most big Chinese tournaments are like half invites, half qualifiers. So, like, winning a big Chinese tournament, if you're invited, is not nearly as hard as winning, like, EGLX. It's not really the same. Interesting. It's a really interesting system that at one time I understood and now I do not anymore. Luckily, we don't have to play through China to qualify because there's an insane amount of Hearthstone players in China. Like, an insane amount. Like, okay. they get, like, 50,000 people in Legend. That's crazy to me. Well, I mean, I guess that's not that crazy because of how many people there yeah. are. And, I mean, it just balances out, right? Yeah, just sheer number of people makes everything harder because they don't get more spots to world championships or anything. So no. you're still fighting for those same like four spots or whatever it is now. I guess maybe it makes sense to uh, invite some people to tournaments that like consistently play because there's only so many spots in tournaments. Like, I mean, how many people are going to go to EGLX? Like, do you think in the actual competition? I say no more than five hundred. What do you mean? You just it's capped. It's 256. Is it really 256? Yeah. That's exactly how many people would be playing. And there's and no wait list. There's a pretty high likelihood that it's not that many people. 
because there's going to be at least one or two people who don't show up or decide at the last minute they can't go or oversleep and pull a toast and just don't show up to their match. So there's a lot of different things that can happen, but it's going to be a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, the the thing with lands is, like, 256 is a lot. Like, that's already a lot of people to, like, put in one space and, like, keep behaved. So, like, you're not, 512 person lands are, like, ridiculous, and you don't really see that. Which is nice for us, because we got our tickets. Uh, we booked our tickets a long time ago, and then yep. we booked our hotel last night. Yep. I'm surprised we got a hotel room at the venue hotel. Me too. We would have been sleeping in a car. Or probably not going. The answer was probably, probably not going. Probably not going. I don't want to sleep in the car. But. We're in there. I'm yeah. excited. If anyone listens to this, feel free to say hi to us at EVLX. Yeah. You think that some people will recognize me that aren't your friends. I mean, people recognize me the first time I went to, like, a, a land and I was not notable or anything. I'm still not notable. That hasn't changed. But, you know. Um, I mean, when you're on stream or when you're just, like, on Twitter and stuff, like, people, like, will know who you are. Because, like, I mean, think about all the names you know in Hearthstone, even if you don't, like, know them that well. Or, like, like someone like Bob, like, you played him, like, once in a tournament, but you'll probably recognize him if you see him, right? You mean the last one? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I played him on Ladder, too, when he was streaming. Yeah. So, so, and he knows you. But there's, like, a ton of people like that. Yeah. I sat next to him in my very first game in the land. I lost, and so did you. Oh. Did you guys bond over that? No, we both went and cried in our separate corners. Oh, good. I was so salty. I got absolutely high-rolled three games in a row. And he got matched up against his friends in round one, two, and three. Like, he practiced with four people, so there were, like, three other people playing the same lineup as him. He got matched up with them the first three rounds. That sucks. Yeah, it's actually brutal. I mean, that, how unlikely is that, though, in a 256? The worst part is someone playing, like, the exact same lineup as him, except one deck different won the whole tournament. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I'll be... I don't know if me and you will bring the same lineup. It depends on each of our strategies, I guess. I wouldn't be surprised if we brought the same lineup, but I wouldn't be surprised if we had different targeting strategies. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what we end up doing. I haven't really thought about it much. Spring break just started, and I've been thinking about one thing that's not been personal. I've been laddering, though. I'm ranked three already. Uh, yeah, I do. I might have started at rank four or five stars, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm already ranked three. I mean, honestly, I really like these new ladder changes. Uh, the The fact that there's the bug that sends you like back to rank 20 or not at the correct like rank, like, yeah, that sucks, and like it is <coughs> kind of a challenge, but... At the same time, like the concept. Yeah, once it really, looks like it's all iron out, it's like way better, especially for people like us who really like. I don't have time to play from rank sixteen every month. Like I have a job. I have a job and go to school. Yeah, and like I have other things I want to spend my time on. So the changes are good. You know, it would be even better if they release public MMR members, but they won't do that. You know, we said we were going to talk about three things today on the podcast. Tespa, EGLX. What was the third one? What did we talk about? The Year of the Raven. Mm, I forgot that happened. Yeah. No, we talked about everything. Now I just have to figure out what I want to play. I need your Lex. Yep. 
That's what we're going to be doing this week is using Kingsman that HS Replay Premium to to check some numbers out. Yeah. We can talk about Challenger Cups real quick. Neither of us managed to qualify no. for Challenger Cups. Basically, it was a result of, um, if we were lucky, we got to play one a week because yeah. we have jobs and go to school. It's yeah. supposed to be a system for people who don't get to do stuff, but they're offered like three or four nights a week. Yeah, they're never offered on Mondays, which I think is like Which weird. is my one day off. They're never offered on like Fridays, which both... Well, I never work on a Friday, but you work every Friday. But you have class Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then you work Friday, Saturday. They're and never offered on Mondays or Sundays. Nope. And then I worked... I work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I have class Thursday night, <coughs> and then don't work Fridays. So you get to play like one a week. Yeah. And then I work every other weekend, Saturday, Sunday. And we both made, I think, multiple top eights and a top four, but it doesn't matter. No, but I think that next time it should, we can do a lot better. It's just really hard with school and work. Yeah, summer vacation should make things a little easier when... I mean, I guess not for me, because my job consists of working nights. But maybe for you. I work nights. So maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. It's I'm, like getting to the point, though, where like qualifying for Challenger, realistically, if you don't qualify on like the first or second try of your like your tournament grinding, is like almost as much time as just grinding ladder. Yeah. Like... It's pretty insane when you think... Like, it's supposed to be the option for like casual players, but... It's really not unless you just rip your first open and win. Yeah, I probably... Or you live near, like, a tavern hero that you can win, but we don't. Yeah, I mean, we probably... I mean, if a tournament starts at 5 or 7, you'll realistically finish around 12 or 2, and that's if everything goes smoothly. And it usually doesn't. And it usually doesn't. So yeah, it's kind of an issue. Like Challenger Cups are a huge time commitment. Like you can't have anything else to do that night, like at all. No, and some people are saying they couldn't check in on mobile on Battlefy's net. I never had that problem, but like there were times that I went to the store, or I mean, I was even. <coughs> I'm in the process of getting baptized for church, and we were on our way home from church. And I was playing my second day of Copa. <laughs> checking in on the phone. And I was checking in on the phone. But For some reason, that tournament starts at 4 p.m. But, you know, some people said they had issues with checking in on mobile for a Challenger Cup, which is a big issue because some people play on mobile because your computer had a virus on yeah. it. And so everyone in this household was playing on mobile for a couple days. Yeah. But now the computer's all fixed. Hooray for that. Yeah. Somebody farmed a few bitcoins, but it's fine. They didn't send me any of the bitcoins either. Darn. Unlucky. Well, that's enough of our rambling. Yeah, I think that's a, a good amount of rambling. 23 minutes is more than I can usually muster about any given topic besides uh, why I hate Hearthstone Ladder, I think, is the only thing I can go on about for longer. Yeah, and you only coughed for 10 minutes of it. Yeah, thank you for everybody who made it to this point in the podcast. Um, thanks for listening to my coughing and my dreadful monotone voice. We'll be back next week with more Hearthstone complaints and an EGLX Champions podcast where we interview the champion 
AKA I talked to myself for 20 minutes. Shut up. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening.